uh, one from Invincible. I love the show so much. I watched it three times already. Probably oh, watch yeah. it um, again all the way through once season two comes out. But yeah, yep. Amazon did a amazing job with this. And I know that you've said that you're okay with just this being the only season, like you'd be satisfied, but I need 13 to 15 more seasons of this now. I'll, like, I'll take them. I'll take as many seasons they give me. But this show, I'm satisfied at the end here. It was so good and so well realized. Yeah. And this scene here was the one that just solidified that I already knew I was going to love this show because the show starts out episode one ends with basically Superman killing the Justice League. It's obviously not the Justice League and Superman, but every character in the show is stand-ins for archetypes from the DC universe. Mm -hmm. So you see Omni-Man just murder the defenders of the globe or guardians of the globe. And you just sit there and you're wondering, okay, what's going on? Was he possessed? Were they corrupt and he knew? Like, what's the deal here? And there's a thousand ways they could have messed it up. But the simplest explanation was that Omni-Man was evil. But we don't know for sure if he is or not until this scene. Yeah. And in this scene, we just see his son, Mark, who just recently got his powers. He goes out to join the superhero team he's been fighting alongside of, which are basically the Teen Titans. And they're up against this alien race who are able to hop between our dimension and theirs. They've lost a few battles, but every time they come back, they're stronger. And in this scene, they're so powerful that the Teen Titans stand no chance. Mm -hmm. um, they're just completely outclassed and outmatched. Even the cyborg stand-in here, he basically is just like, we need to leave and nuke the city because we can't contend with these aliens. It's a full-on invasion. The whole fate of the world is in jeopardy. It all comes down to this fight. And we see them move in and instantly we just see what it does so well is it shows us the threat, the sense of urgency like you were talking about. Right. We see how outmatched they are. They don't just tell us. Robot tells us they're outclassed, but then they show us. They show them all being overwhelmed and outmatched and just getting their asses handed to them. And right here, you honestly feel like Mark might die. Yeah. It's, you, he's bleeding everywhere. He's just getting savagely beaten. His vision's blurring. Which is what then, the DC was lacking, is blood and guts and more, more yeah. realistic tone. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then in comes Omni-Man. And he just comes up, takes the guy who was most powerful and throws him aside like he's nothing, sits still, lets them open fire on him. 
and then just says, my turn. Mm -hmm. And this is why showing them being overwhelmed is so important. We need it to see a sense of scale. We need to know where their powers lie. If that hadn't happened, if they hadn't gotten beaten up, we would have just been like, oh, he's beating up a bunch of weaklings. But no, these aliens, they're not weaklings. They're world-conquering threats. You get the sense that they've done this to several other planets. And going back to what we were talking about earlier with not knowing Omni-Man's intentions, right here, when he ends up in this other world, he simply says, you don't understand. Earth is not your planet. Mm-hmm. And that's when we know there is no miscommunication. Omni-Man is just there because he views the world as his property. And we also see that he's still hiding this side of him from his son, from his wife, from everybody. He's still keeping yeah. the narrative that he is the good guy on planet Earth. And although we just see him completely obliterate. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what's world. so brilliant about it. Like this reveals his intentions and who he truly is as a character, but it doesn't compromise the mystery. We're still left wondering why, if he's this powerful, why is he putting up a facade? And just look at that brutality and the coldness. He just is ruthlessly ending an entire civilization just because they tried to sell dope on his corner like look at this yeah oh man talk about scale just the way he decimates their whole planet (laughs) and then it's like bye yeah just bye (laughs) yeah it's i love it but i hate him (laughs) because the the scene does a good job of making you hate him i don't hate him hate him but i like it just like uh like he took out the justice league they just paint him as such a good heel as such a good villain and that's what makes the show so good um yeah that and the voice acting jk simmons is a phenomenal character actor and he just does such a good job of portraying if they keep going like i really haven't read the comics i don't know how in depth they go with this universe but i mean to be honest i could see this uh, live action iteration of this i could see this going on it's in, a whole other thing so in my perfect it, world yeah. in my perfect world they would have made this animated series they would have made like six films like five films about the Guardians of the Globe, like one-off standalone films, and then a sixth film of them all coming together, working together, Omni-Man showing up and helping out, but not joining their team. And then after those six, then they do a story about Invincible and him getting his powers. Because we now know, having seen the show, the reason he was pretending was he was just waiting to see if Mark would get his powers and if there would be another filter. Mm-hmm. But 
imagine if there were six films just establishing all these characters and then the seventh film mark gets his powers and omni man just murders all these characters who have their own films who have been established who have a fan base and just yanks the rug right out from under them and it's just like oh you thought this was a dc ripoff no 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 yeah i don't know if that would have worked i want to say i would have liked that but i don't know oh most people they would hate it but that that's my version of a perfect world where <laughs> just film studios are just like let's tell a compelling story i don't care if anyone likes it or not we're just gonna tell a crazy story like, yeah well, I am really interested to see what they do with season two, but like the last like 30 seconds of like the um, final episode or just like the kind of montage of all of like the side plots and stuff like that that were going on is so crazy. Um, and so yeah. just, I really just can't wait. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, Invincible is definitely my top five uh, animated tv shows if not number one to be honest like i think avatar the last airbender is up there too but it's kind of between those for me um and the justice my League, the animated concern, series my only concern is that they're never going to top what they did in season one because the most compelling part of season one to me was just waiting to see what omni man was all about and he did not disappoint when he finally just has nothing left to hide and is trying to teach Mark that Earthlings are nothing more than pets to him that he can just put down at a moment's notice because five years, a hundred years, or right now, who cares when they die? They're nothing. And going forward, it's just they're going to be going on adventures fighting villains and it's going to be good because all the other episodes that didn't involve omni man and that drama were still good but i don't know what are the if the whole viltrum armada shows up there's nothing that can stop it so what do they do where do they go from here and maybe they pull it off maybe it's better but i just worry they can't really top that reveal you know yeah i think there's going to be some type of kryptonite like substance that comes into play because like you said when there's an entire world of those type of beings there's there has to be some weakness there has to be something that's going on there where we can level the playing field um and I wouldn't really have a problem with that. Hopefully it's not something dumb or a blatant ripoff of Kryptonite, but something along those lines, I feel like is going to come into play in season two. Um, or like the Seth Rogen alien with one eye, um, maybe they kind of compile an army of uh, the other planets that are kind of the resistance to Viltrumites and they do some type of planning so they can infiltrate and you know do something along those lines as well but yeah i, I can't wait um so yeah it's gonna be interesting um and so i i think they're gonna make a season that's just as good but like you said not better i think i have enough faith in them to be able to 
write a compelling story that's just as good. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, and you, what's I would I wanted to also bring up that you weren't a huge fan of their other show that is kind of similar to this with realistic like superheroes, the boys, um, just because of the climate that was going on in the real world at the time and it's a pretty heavy show with material you just really weren't into it um, but would you give it another chance or do you plan on picking it back up at any point I, I honestly don't plan on going to it because what sets it apart for me is omni-man is compelling because he's not human and hearing his worldview like hearing him talk about his own wife as though she's a pet just because he's this being who's lived for thousands of years that's what's compelling and interesting to me just putting myself into that mind space of yeah to us he is unspeakably evil but to him you know it he's just doing a job it'd be like if you got hired to go train a staff who's been messing up at the theater and you just walked in and you had to basically fire a few people and set some examples because they're just messing up and it's just a job for you and in two weeks you'll be done you'll move on that's kind of what it's like for him and that's just interesting just to view it from our angle and be like this is how much you're screwing us up and you're basically setting us up to be your slaves will be serving under you but to him he's just like well of course look at me i'm superior and you're a dog like why would a dog go cook breakfast no you're a dog go sit over there and wait to be fed and that's what's interesting and compelling whereas the boys poses the question what if normal people had superpowers and the power just corrupted them. And it's, to me, that's why it's not compelling. We've already seen the horrors of what men with power do. And I don't need to see a perverted version of my childhood heroes uh, acting like Harvey Weinstein. I don't think that's really what the boys is trying to do. I think that whole point of the boys is normal people taking down superheroes because they don't they know that they're evil and corrupt. And I don't think any of the superheroes are really human or have blatantly projected that they started off as human and got powers. Um, now, see, I've only seen half of the first episode, so that was my impression. But I was told that um, they were given their powers, that they were the subject of experiments. Is that not the case? Have you seen the show? Um, I've seen more than you have, but the show primarily is non-superhero type people taking them down because they were screwed over in some shape or form from a, somebody with powers. So I honestly gotcha. think that you should take another look at the show um, just because Homeland. you haven't also, even finished it. <laughs> well, that's because I can see where it's going. And my big issue with it is it implies... Um, again, a lot of the political climate that is going on with, you know, today's world, like you, I really didn't want to go through that because they explore so much of what superheroes would do with social media 
what corporations would do if they owned the superheroes. Like literally one part of that is uh, they have like an Aquaman stand in or substitute and he complains that the corporation only sends him on missions that have to do with water. Because when the photo op happens, he needs to be the one that's there because water is involved. So right. like, there's just so much of that bullshit. I'm just like, I get so much of this in normal shows that that's kind of what turns yeah. me off of this show. Not so much of, you know, the uh, humans kind of getting powers and that's what corrupts them. I don't think that that is as much present as what you're thinking, but there well, are th- other things that would probably turn you off from the show as well. Just the real yeah, world it wasn't, nonsense. It wasn't group. specifically that. I mean, like, like I said, I watched half the first episode. And what I saw was the Flash murder someone and then just lie about it and be like, well, they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. I'm just serving in the line of duty. And then Aquaman basically being like, I I can make you the person you want to be. I can make you a star. Mm -hmm. You just got blown first. And that's kind of what I was going at. Like, But that's real world stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you're not far off. Honestly, you just got a few details wrong, but basically what you're saying is accurate. I, I've seen all these horrors in real life. I've seen real men with power doing this stuff, not just in the past, in the present. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep happening. And if someone wants to watch that, you know, more power to them. It's the same reason I don't watch The Handmaid's Tale. I I don't need to see these fantastical representations of the horrors of the real world because I get enough of that. (laughs) Now, if it's in a movie, that's digestible because it's two and a half hours max. But a show that's going to spend multiple seasons and hours and hours of content, I I don't need it. The Walking Dead. (laughs) multiple seasons of misery and disappointment and just straight up torture (laughs) what bothers me about the walking dead is just that they never do anything interesting they never challenge the status quo i rick has what 12 mental breakdowns and an episode after his mental breakdown he's like oh i'm fine now I, I just had a bad day. I'm good, though. I I kept watching that show thinking, okay, this is what finally sent him over the edge. Now he's going to be a bad guy. And that never happened. Yeah. And it, they were just too afraid to try anything new or do anything interesting that challenged anything. And I I just, I can't believe that the show is still going and it's gotten two spinoffs. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, it has a cult following. That's for sure. So I think that's, what's kept it going. And I, I, yeah, I feel like that's kind of where game of Thrones, I didn't watch game of Thrones, but that's from what I know about the show, I think that's where they succeeded because they were constantly killing people off. They were constantly, you know, just, throwing in twists and turns throughout the seasons which I felt like people really enjoyed um of course not with and the last that's season. why 
that's why everyone despised the final season because it was a show where no one was safe and you were always anxious and worried about every character and then the last season comes along and it's just hey we're gonna put this character in a no-win scenario where they're definitely 100 percent gonna die oh so you're killing off this main character oh no 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 they got too much plot armor at this point so they're gonna let but it's a it's a no-win scenario. I, I'm seeing this scenario. There's no possible way they survive this. Yeah, but they do. Why? Because of plot armor. And <laughs> it, it's just it goes from one of the most interesting, well-made, well-acted shows where no one is safe and they do interesting things to what if we were just like every other show on TV? That show is going to be a case study for years like yes. that show was all anybody talked about for years you couldn't escape it when the last season was going on like i watched the last episode because all of my roommates were in the liver it was just a big it was like the fucking super bowl they weren't enjoying the last season but that final episode they'll be damned if we're gonna skip it and it was a big thing and a big deal and as soon as that episode was over you could feel the just it dropped <laughs> like you could feel that they weren't even taught we weren't even talking about it 10 minutes afterwards because it was just yeah. that disappointing and that underwhelming and i just i felt bad for them because i'm just like you guys spent years of your life invested in the show loving the show just to be this screwed over and this not satisfied and i'm and like I... I just feel bad I am so lucky because of my outlook regarding TV shows because I did not watch Game of Thrones at all until they were filming the final season. Mm -hmm. I binged all of Game of Thrones two months before the final season started airing. So I didn't have years of investment like all those other people. I was right. told for years that I needed to watch it. You gotta see it. You gotta watch it. Blah, blah, blah. Like you said, it was unescapable. There was never a social setting that I engaged with where someone didn't bring up Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I, when they announced that it was ending, I was like, okay, cool. It's gonna get an ending. Um, I can just watch it all now. So Let's check it out. I did the same thing with Breaking Bad. I didn't jump in until season five started coming on TV. But it, yeah, you're right. I feel so bad for the people who supported it from the beginning and made it what it was because they just had years of investment. Whereas I watched it all in the course of three months. And when the end hit, I was just like, yikes, that is, that is rough. And it, I, I can't think of anything, any scenario ever in history where something was that popular and unescapable. And then, like you said, 10 minutes after the final episode aired, no one wants to talk about it. It, it disappeared from the cultural zeitgeist. It's just, no. it's gone. 